the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, it is 1036. We continue on this Monday. Appreciate you being with us. Thanks again to my guests so far. We had a great conversation with Ryan Walters. In hour number one, we had a conversation with Jim Jordan about everything that is going on on Capitol Hill. Uh, they're going to revote to impeach probably tomorrow. Hopefully get it done. It's not going to go anywhere in the Senate, but a message needs to be sent. Make no mistake about that. So that's going to happen tomorrow. Obviously, they're fighting on the SAFE Act, or excuse me, the FACE Act and more. Uh, so if you missed that conversation, it'll be available to you about an hour after the show ends, around 1 o'clock-ish at whkradio.com. Those interviews are good ones, as I expect this one will be as well. So uh, let's welcome now, as promised, for those who don't know much about NOACA, uh, it just, I mean, just a super basic primer. The Northeast Ohio Area Wide Coordinating Agency um, is an unelected body that is essentially running the show instead of your elected officials for five counties, or at least they want to. Um, there was a meeting that was held last week, or beg your pardon, last month, um, in which citizens from all five counties impacted by NOACA got together. <clears throat> to say we will not allow our lives and our property be, properties to be ruled by unelected bureaucrats in an effort to implement what many are calling the U.N. Agenda 2030, where we become subjects essentially of a socialist regional government. NOACA has partnered with a globalist Marxist organization uh, to write a climate action plan for the United States that is going to be adopted by NOACA and used, uh, used to um, essentially lord over you what you can and cannot do, what products you can and cannot use, and more. So we needed to get more information on this, so we reached out. I reached out to Jonathan Broadbent, because Jonathan Broadbent has brought a lot of this to my attention. Jonathan Broadbent is the founder of Unwoke Investing, and uh, he is with us this morning on AM 1420, The Answer. So first to Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you for coming on with us. How are you this morning? Good. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for having me back on. It's always a pleasure. And then Jonathan said, Bob, the person you really want to talk to is former Geauga County Commissioner Skip Claypool. He's a former NOACA board member, and he knows exactly what this organization is doing and what they're capable of doing. And so I said, yeah, let's do that. And so let's welcome Skip Skip Claypool to the program now as well. Skip, good morning. It's good to talk to you. How are you? Good morning, Bob. I'm great. So I appreciate you both coming on. Um, so this is, um, you know, there's a, quite a loud hue and cry from a lot of people who know what NOACA is all about and what they're trying to do here. For those who do not know, Lake Geauga, Lorraine, Medina, and Cuyahoga counties are the counties impacted by NOACA and this climate action takeover plan. So first, Skip, give me your background as a former board member of NOACA. Uh, give us your experience with it and tell me why you are speaking out against what they're trying to do right now. Um, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was um, elected uh, commissioner in 2014, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And um, But even before that, I was woken up to NOACA uh, and what they were all about. At that time, they were spending more time focusing on transportation. When I became a commissioner and I got to see, look behind the curtain, so to speak, 
um, I could see that there was a lot more that they were wanting to do. They were taking the, the, the camel's nose under the tent and trying to expand that. They did something called uh, NEOSC, which was Northeastern Ohio. Uh, uh, oh, I forget exactly what that acronym stands for. But it became um, E-NEO 2050, mm-hmm. which was a regional plan um, for economic development, land use planning, and so on and so forth. And so I posed that and fought that and, and uh, for a long time because their uh, federal mandate does not include that kind of activity. The um, Council on Governments, which is what they are, um, decided that that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to have a broader impact on our lives. So they created this big regional plan. And most recently now they've taken that one step farther and they tried to do, they're trying to do this global climate change plan. And I defy anybody. I mean, Bob, tell me how we could do anything in our region to impact the climate. We've got a global climate, and I don't think that there is one thing we could do, but that's their claim. They're going to uh, improve the environment and improve the climate. So how are they selling that? How are they selling that, Skip? They're having these meetings, and they're they're, they're talking to commissioners in all of these counties and so forth, and they're pushing this. What is? Because I agree with you 100%. How are we going to control the climate from our little corner here? What exactly is their selling point? Well, it's about money and power. And I have to make one slight correction to an earlier statement you made about them being unelected. The board members are, are elected. The problem is I don't elect Cuyahoga County elected officials. I don't elect Medina or Lorraine or Lake County officials. So while they're elected, they're only elected by the constituents in their unique uh, areas. And so this, this combination, this hybrid uh, council on government, which is basically controlled by Cleveland. So make no mistake, it is they've got there's 48 members on this board, and if every county combined their votes, they couldn't override Cuyahoga County and Cleveland. And so well, that's a good point, that. and it's a good clarification, by the way. Yeah, they're elected to their various counties' boards. You're, you're right, I get that. But the organization, OACA, to to ride over five counties with with whatever decisions that they make, that's not elected. There's not a five county elected board uh, where we have all chosen. Yeah, this is who I want to ride over all of us and make all of these decisions for us. That's the reason yeah, I, 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 I don't have any influence over the majority of the people sitting at that table, and and they've connected in with they're, they're part of a much bigger picture and we don't have enough time in this call today to get into a lot of the details okay. but long story short they've connected in with an organization called ICLE. ICLE was a spin-off of the united nations who created 2030 back in the um this agenda 2030 back in the the 60s and that was our government bought off and that the liberals in our government bought off on that and it's basically about power control all of this climate action plan effort, it's just about money. It's about money and power and control for them to be able to control what kind of car you use. And so you're tr- seeing them push this electrification of our country. And by the way, the electric vehicle is the worst of the vehicles. Um, hydrogen uh, vehicles are far better solution to the problem, but they won't let free enterprise drive. They want government to make the decision. And that's a part of what this climate action plan is about government deciding you know can you use a gas stove not use a gas stove can you right. you know what how much how how small of a trickle do you want to come out of your shower head and things like that i mean they want to stipulate how we live where we live they want to have walkable communities they want to have, you hear these buzzwords these terms sustainable community that term came out of the united nations agenda 21 effort which is driven by a bunch of global marxists who want to control us. And we see that through the, the World Economic Forum and all these various venues. 
And so that's where this came from. And whether okay. they're aware of it or they just hear about it because, or they're part of it because they get training through the governmental agencies and the EPA and all these other, go look at ODOT, or not ODOT, the Department of Transportation at the federal level and see what their programs are all about. The Department of Transportation is using a huge amount of your tax dollars, the 18.5 cents a gallon tax dollar, to drive the boat. They're pushing the electrification. They're pushing remote driving bulk cars and, and tracking systems within your cars. You can see that within their strategy, if you look at their long-term strategies. Well, that trickles down to our state Department of Transportation. It trickles down further to our MPOs. There are 17 MPOs in the state of Ohio. And don't you think it's fascinating that the federal government mandated these metropolitan planning organizations for populations over 50,000, which is all the big urban areas. Why do you think that is? Those are the population centers. So if you can control the population centers in a state, which, by the way, there is a Tenth Amendment that says, and that's not in the enumerated rights in the Tenth Amendment. So um, there's a lot of this stuff being pushed through um, the various federal government agencies down to our local state agencies and boy i'll tell you what the citizens we can make a difference we can push back we made a huge difference when citizens decided to get involved with NOAC and push back some of this nonsense um but we've got to stay on that we've got to keep well, citizens engaged and inform the citizens of what's going on and, and keep them um you know, so that they they actually take control of their lives yeah, that's very well said. We're talking to Skip Claypool. He is a former uh, Jaga County Commissioner, former board member of NOACA, and we're talking to Jonathan Broadbent as well. Jonathan, is uh, Jonathan, you exemplify exactly what he said. Citizens uh, need to step up and act. You are an activist. You are a leader. You are the founder of Unwoke Investing. What is your understanding of this climate action takeover plan, and what is it going to mean not for Cuyahoga counties but for the other counties that would be considered more rural? So, Bob, first of all, it means a lack of our urban, uh, peaceful, uh, sort of uh, relaxed lifestyle. But I want to bring it back to one of the key points that I keep pressing on this thing. Skip mentioned that it's all about power, money, and control. I've mentioned something called Rule 144 before. Rule 144 is... um, is the requirement that our elected representatives disclose their portfolio and financial holding. I don't know if you're, if you're aware of this, but you want to guess who the second leading uh, investment portfolio performance is among our members of Congress? It's uh, Dave Joyce. Really? Dave Joyce's investment portfolio. I'm going to loop this back around and bring it back to skip points. Um, but Dave Joyce's investment portfolio, according to most recent disclosures, was around 13% return on investment. So imagine for a moment that you're in a position to be able to predict the buying habits and purchasing and behaviors of an entire demographic and society. You can, you can capitalize on that by investing appropriately. And uh, what's, it's actually there's a term that we use in, in the world of finance called painting the tape where you can actually predict where people are going to go, how they're going to behave, and invest to capitalize on that. That is, at the root of all this, I'm certain, a big part of of NOACA and organizations like it. They push certain agendas and behaviors, and then politicians can predetermine and invest appropriately. So you look at, let's look at batteries, for instance. This whole strip mining thing, and, and you probably have seen some of the uh, reports of 
child labor all over the world in places like Nigeria, where uh, they're strip mining for rare earth minerals in order to make the batteries, which are then made in China and then shipped all over the world. Don't even get me started with how lack, uh, how greatly uh, non-green that whole thing is. But, but imagine for a moment that you are a big investor with billions of dollars and you're able to predict that market and invest in those companies and buy those properties before the earth, rare earth minerals are mined. You can make billions of dollars. That, at the end of the day, and I, I want to in, insert um, a great appreciation for Skip Claypool and people like him who take the time to dig deep into places like Noaka. But to me, it's indicative of big government approach to manipulating society, controlling what we can and can't do and where we can do it and when we can do it, because they can then capitalize on that with their investments. That's the whole purpose. Oh, let, me, let, me, uh, let me tag team with you, Jonathan, on that very point. So I, I uh, challenge people to go out and look this up on Dave Joyce's um, some past press release on that he had sponsored or co-sponsored a bill having to do with CO2 uh, scrubbers. So there's these devices that are literally stuck in air and try to take the, the plant food out of the air. CO2 is plant food. And so he was supporting having government fund the companies that do those devices to scrub CO2 out of the atmosphere. I think it's ridiculous, but if government's investing in that and he knows about it or elected officials know about that, think about the amount of money. It's a little Solyndra kind of an event. Um, and, and by the way, another activity that NOAC is doing to bring this back to NOAC a little bit is um, they're starting a transportation planning effort now throughout the region where they're trying to determine um, how it is that people are going to get to work and to get around. In Geauga County, we're a very urban area. We don't depend on buses to get around or public transportation. But they want to foster that or push that idea and that concept into the rural areas. And to that extent, uh, Lake County is now combined with Geauga County from a transit standpoint. You see, you start to see things start to come together that you might see are unique one-off events, but they're not. They're actually connected. Jonathan, did you want to follow up? Yeah, I mean, and it skips right on. Those are things that make money. And the more money you can pass through government, the more, uh, what's the, the term that I want, the, the less likely it is that you can ever unwind it and put it to bed. If there's private enterprise, if there were like a private groups that decided they wanted to introduce busing, if busing fails in Geauga County, and it would normally left on its own, then those people, their investment money would get lost and uh, that they wouldn't recoup their investment. But if you can attach it to government and somehow bill it as some sort of ecologically, environmentally uh, responsible thing to do, it'll live for in perpetuity. And every year there'll be millions of dollars flowing through it. And the people that can buy the buses, they can expand the roads, they can add additional lighting and all the things that surround just that one initiative stand to make unreasonable massive amounts of money on the backs of us taxpayers. And it's, it's outlandish and ridiculous. NOACA, to me, just bring, bring me back to NOACA. I, I knew a little bit about NOACA. I'd heard of them probably as far back as a decade ago. And I just assumed it was some 
sort of, um, I call them all greeny meanies, some sort of, uh, you know, green initiative thing, and maybe it would help and maybe it would build some bike paths or something. But over the last couple of years, as I've gone to these meetings, I've listened to what they've done, I've watched their behaviors, this, to me, is egregious. And I'll tell you, representative to other metropolitan planning organizations all over the country, we have 17 in the state of Ohio, 17 metropolitan planning organizations. NOACA happens to be the largest in Ohio, I believe. But I'll tell you, Bob, there was a guest we had on the Buckeye Patriot podcast a few weeks ago from North Carolina who's actually studying NOACA as one of the worst in the country. They're so far left. And it actually, it, in my mind, it likely connects to uh, Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb's intention to make Cleveland the first 15-minute city in the U.S. That the, the amount of money, power, and control connected with that type of activity is awful. And we, the people, should do everything in our power to inform our fellow citizens and fight back against it. Well, I'm glad you said that, because that leads me back to Skip for a second here. And if you just turned us on, Skip Claypool is a former Jaga County Commissioner and a former uh, uh, a commissioner of, of uh, on the board of NOACA. And Jonathan Broadbin is the founder of Unwoke Investing. We're both talking about the threat of NOACA and the Agenda 2030. Uh, Skip, you said before I turned it back over to Jonathan before that we as citizens can do something about this. Can you be more specific? What can we do? Yes. Um, so NOACA has... Uh, they're required by law to actually have public forums and take public input. Um, interestingly, I made uh, three public information requests recently, and they've completely ignored those requests. Um, they're going to see some action here shortly, which um, is what I'm going to be required to do because they're going to force me into it. But um, people can get involved. For a long time, when I was a commissioner, people didn't show up at the meetings. And so the board basically operated without any oversight, and there was nobody paying attention to what was going on. Um, over time, more people started becoming aware in the five-county region. Uh, and actually, I can tell you that the Medina County commissioners are probably the most outspoken. You ought to get them on your radio uh, about some of the abuses going on within NOACA because the Cleveland Cuyahoga County component of NOACA is abusive all the rural areas. Uh, they call us the necklace communities. And um, they want to control us, and they can't because they have voting power to be able to do that. They want to force all these big city urban ideas, which aren't working in the big city, by the way. Um, you know, if if people want transportation, they either get a job, buy a car, and uh, and get around. They don't have to depend on empty buses and stand on any street corner in downtown Cleveland, uh, Euclid or Ninth or whatever, and see how many empty buses are running by you any given day. So, but the and back into response to your question, we had um, after the first set of climate action planning meetings in our rural areas, um, we had about a hundred people show up at a meeting. That completely confused the NOACA board because they don't know how to respond. They're not geared up to be able to take public input. They say they want it. When they get it, they ignore it. But when they have that many people expressing a similar thought, they don't know how to deal with it. And so they made some adjustments, and now they're better prepared. But if people were paying attention, if they saw how much NOACA does that can impact, impact their life and change their life, and NOACA is doing things they want to impact people's lives, 
And so if they realize that, maybe people would wake up and start going to their elected officials first. Go to your Geauga County Commissioners. Go to your Lake County Commissioners, Medina County Commissioners, Lorraine County Commissioners, Cleveland City Council members, the mayor or the uh, various villages and so forth that are on the board, and express um, input that would change the direction of NOACA. That would happen. If enough people stood up and started telling their elected officials um, that you either change what's going on in NOACA or you're going to be changed, then you would see a change in NOACA. The problem is most people are ignorant. They, they're busy with their lives. They're busy with their kids. They don't engage in politics. And so it's back to Plato, uh, Plato's uh, quote, those who fail to engage in politics are destined to be ruled by their inferiors. Um, that's a paraphrase. Um, Pretty accurate one. If, if, if people don't engage, then they're going to be left with the people that show up. And some of those people are not good people. They don't have good values, morals, ethics, whatever. And we have good people that do show up. I don't want to take a slam at everybody. But we have some people there at that table who have an agenda, whether it's you know some self-serving. Now, think about this. Elected officials, generally speaking, use taxpayer dollars to make themselves look good. So they do things, then they pound them chest and say how great they are because they took your tax dollars, wasted it in most cases, on, on doing something. You know, they made some policy or procedure or whatever, so you can't drive a car in downtown Cleveland now. You have to take a bus. And then they'll pound their chest and say how oh, they're saving the world. You know, they're clean up the air, and it's going to be so much greater. And you, you oftentimes hear about how much carbon they're taking out of the atmosphere, um, which is a completely ignorant statement. There's a difference between CO2 and carbon. Carbon is the black sooty stuff that um, is not CO2, but they conflate the two. And they want you to think because they're putting you're putting CO2 through your exhaust into the atmosphere, somehow you're mucking up the atmosphere with this black sooty stuff. That's completely wrong. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that, Skip, because I've talked to a number of climate experts on this very subject, misrepresentation of what CO2 does. And you, as you correctly pointed out, it's plant food, for crying out loud, and how extraordinarily important it is to push back on this stuff. We're out of time here, gentlemen, uh, but super, super quick here, Skip. You said they're required by law, or maybe Jonathan said it, required by law to have forums, to have public forums. How do we find out when they are, where they are, and what people should do when they go to them? Well, they're, they're publicly, they're required to publicly notice their meeting. So if you look at, on the NOACA website, there's a calendar, and the calendar lays out when their meetings are. But, okay. um, you'll see board meetings, various policy meetings, and so on and so forth. And most people never go to the subcommittee meetings, which is where the dirt happens. But go to your local elected officials. Start with your local elected officials and let them know that when they sit on that NOACA board, if they speak up, many of them go in there passive. They won't speak up because for whatever reason, they, you know, they're sure, you know, it's a herd mentality. If I speak up, then somehow I won't get my road dollars that I'm expecting to get back to my citizens. Well, you're not going to get it anyway. Cleveland Cuyahoga County controls everything. And so if you expect because well, you them nicely, you're going to somehow get some money back. You're not. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to jump in only because we're out of time here. Um, but I, I'm exactly where you said, and I want to steer people to noaca.org. Noaca is N-O-A-C-A. Noaca, N-O-A-C-A. Uh, org, And there is a calendar, and it looks like their meetings are on Fridays, and those sub-meetings you're talking about are, uh, uh, like, for example, this Friday the 16th, Transit Advisory Council meeting, Bicycle and Pedestrian Advisory Council meeting, and Safety and Operations meeting. So all of these things are there so people can click on them, know where to go if you want to go and be a part of this and push back against this agenda. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.